yes, yes. It's all scratchy, it's all a little bit different, it's all being used up. It is Giles Peterson podcast special. Benga is with me here, Brownswood Basement.
So the remixes have started coming in for you and uh, they've done a good job here, right? Yeah, definitely. It's um, Digital Soundboy, um, Breakage and Shy FX. Uh, it has to be one of my favourite remixes of, of the Night Track, definitely. Night Track has gone all over the place. It's crossed over. Say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just checking something out. I got some. I got some press information about it. You're getting so much play. Are you? You're getting daytime. You're on the playlist at Radio One. Yeah, we're about to move into C. That's amazing. So yeah. you're getting all the one extra stuff, all the stuff on rinse, of course. How yeah. long has the track been around for? It's hard for me to say, really. I think when we first actually made it, it, it was the start of 2007. So it's been around quite a while, but. But for it to actually be picked up by DJs that could actually play it to people like in the millions, <laughs> like yourself, it's, it'd been about four months. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, I remember playing it. I can't remember how I heard it. I don't know. Probably you, BPM. Yeah, we got it. And uh, yeah, Laurie's here from Temper Records. He's been um, supplying me with uh, yeah. upfront material for some time. And I remember playing it um, down at uh, the club in Tokyo we were talking about. I was playing it at Yellow. I was kind of doing a sort of regular set. You, when you play at Yellow, you play for eight hours. Wow. And so I was like four or five hours in. It was about five o'clock in the morning. And I was like, I want to switch it. And I played um, Fela Kuti. Then I played You with Night. And then I played Represent. Um, Ronnie size and that little threesome that killed it. <laughs> Big up. <laughs> that was a real. It was a real peak of the evening, and I knew that at that point. And it's really interesting because I had Scream here. Um, we did a chat about a year ago now, and um, a lot's developed. A lot's happened in the whole movement. I mean, do you like calling it dubstep? Um, I'm not too fussed really. It's all a name to me. I'm just. I'm down for whatever. People can call it dubstep. People can call it based it whatever I'm not bothered to be fair uh, the whole movement whatever yeah. we want to call it whatever yeah. you want to call it is certainly um, not only 
coming out of London, but it's it's yeah. definitely global now, right? Definitely, definitely. Everywhere I've been, there's producers, there's DJs, so you're only right to call it global music. What's the best places you've been to outside of um, the UK that you've gone, wow, this is um, there's something going on here? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a really hard one. I, I get this question quite a bit, and I think to myself, how can I put a, another spot on a place where it's like where it's kicking off? But I can tell you places where I've, I can definitely tell you places where I've been, and I thought, oh. This happens every time. <laughs> <laughs> this can't happen to me, but, sorry. Hang on, what kind of ringtone is that? <laughs> right, this ringtone is... <laughs> the Nokia Sirocco ringtone. Wow. <laughs> Do you want to answer it? I'm definitely taking no, it off. Take it off, take it off, take it off. You've got your phone on. No, mine's off as well tonight, actually. Although, then again, I haven't got a ring on this one. I haven't got a ring on it. I totally just forgot. Um, so where were we anyway? What were you saying? What was the um, yeah? What place anywhere? Eastern Europe or? I would say. I've done a tour of America and I went to LA. Um, I also went to Denver. I went to six or no, I went to seven or eight places. Sorry, and I think Denver was. That's when I thought to myself, I'm like, I don't know, I'm like twelve hours away from home and there. They know who I am. They are going absolutely mental to the songs. Humming along. It's like, even Australia, I went to Australia and I'm 21 hours away from home. I'm over the other side of the world and they know who I am again. And like, I'm coming into the race, they're chanting my name and I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute, I'm from <laughs> South London. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. And they're chanting my name. So it's like, I don't know, for a bit, I'm kind of like, I'm lost. I'm lost, but then... You get into it, it? And you start to you're enjoying it yeah definitely enjoying the ride definitely definitely I, I don't think there's anything else I could be doing
better, 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 Oh, <laughs> my 
So we're playing a few tracks from the brand new album, which is the return of the Afro Warrior. <laughs> Diaries of an Afro Warrior. Diaries. You're close. You're <laughs> really close. <laughs> I'm just thinking, you don't want Jonathan Ross to be saying Afro Warrior, because it's a bit difficult <laughs> if you can't pronounce your R's properly, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's a tricky one. Go on. um, you know what? I was doing an interview the other day, and um, someone asked me, and um, it was about sort of skiing and snowboarding, and they were asking me where I like to go. And, uh, and, and, and one of the questions was, if you wanted to create an avalanche what track would you use and I said I'd use 26 bass lines by Benga right <laughs> <laughs> which is what we're listening to right now that's a big big tune thank you thank you um, create an avalanche with bass line I like your style I definitely like your style I definitely like your style the thing is I think I said it was called 23 bass lines but it's, it's actually 26 right yeah, yeah. is it 26 bass lines yeah, is there 26 bass lines 26 oscillators yeah seriously yeah. so how do you build a track like this up I mean how, what, what program are you using at the moment I'm a logic man right um, my bass lines are made in various different things but I say I think for 26 bass lines I use the Albino and it's it's one of them ones you've got you can make four different um, you can use four different oscillators ones that I think I must have opened up about six <laughs> if my maths are right <laughs> I'm close I'm definitely close I know that makes 24 like, I'm showing a bit of maths now like, all producers must have maths um, <laughs> are you someone who uses um, you know do you take a long time or are you an instinct man you like I want to build a tune up now and it will take me two hours or is it like a 24 hour or two week job to do it no I'm, I'm more I like to get the ideas out and I've always got ideas floating around, so I'll sit down at my computer and I'll spend two hours on each song and then I'll have, what, 12 main riffs, then I'll just finish the ones I really like, which will take me another four, five hours. Right, cool. And um, Diaries of um, an Afro Warrior is um, going to be coming out on Tempo Records, yeah. um, coming out in March. Yeah. Um, two very different formats, because I've only got the vinyls, which are very difficult, actually, to know which track you're playing. You've got to kind of look at the grooves and look at what letter it is. It's very yeah. difficult, isn't it, yeah. to find out what side it is. And even for stuff. me, I made it, and I don't even know what's going on. So um, that's a big shout to Temper there to sort that out. <laughs> Sorry, it's only a promo. I'm sure they'll sort it out for the commercial release. And, um, and But the CD's very different, right? Very. And I haven't got one of those, because they've still got your kind of promo words on them and stuff, yeah, right? So, I'm an Afro warrior. <laughs> How different is it um, to the vinyl version? It was aimed more for people to sit down and listen to at home or if they're listening to it on their iPod. So it's, it's, everything's more about hooks, and whereas the, the vinyl's all dance floor. Right. Um, but a lot of the tunes that are on the vinyl are also on the CD. No, there's four songs on the CD that are on the vinyl. Right. Versa. Okay. So, um, but 26 bass lines, I can see. I have just been handed a CD. Mm -hmm. Good sleep. You happy with the sleep? It's a promo, see. Are you happy with the artwork? Yeah, definitely. Yeah? So far? Yeah. Well, <laughs> what do you, what'd you think? No, I think it looks good. I think it looks good. It looks moody, right? Moody? Well, okay. a bit moody, a bit moody, but not too moody. There's a bit of brightness there, and uh, it's a good It's a good side profile. I thought it was more of a... Of a um, I thought it looked modern. Oh, it's definitely modern. It's definitely yeah. modern. Modern, modern moody. <laughs> <laughs> Two big M's. Let's go with that one. Okay, this is a track um, which we're about to play now. Is that on the album, the yeah, next one? Pleasure. It's, it's on here, right? Number 12. Oh, yeah, cool. Let's play it off the slate. Still playing acetates. <laughs> Still playing acetates. I, I really do big you up for that. Thank you. It's Thank costing you. you all your DJ fees. <laughs> I tell you what, <laughs> if I never cut thumbs, I'd have a brand new Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, this is Benga, and I'm with Jars Peterson. Yeah, yeah! <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
all working. <laughs> so, um, who's doing stuff at the moment? Who's doing stuff um, on your circuit that you're going, yeah, you've got to check this guy out. It's sort of a new generation. Anyone that's kind of blowing you up? There's always, there's always been Scream. He's always been like, there, he's always been the one in the setting trends or doing something that always makes you think, I wish I made that riff. Right. Or there's always been Maller. There's there's always been there's a lot of people I could I could shout their names like Lofa, Koki, there's Pinch. There's even Shaka. I've listened to some of his stuff and thought to myself, Wow, it's 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 so different, but yeah, it still fits. Do you mean Jar Shaka or Shackleton? Shackleton. Right. I'm so I'm calling everyone by nicknames at all. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's so many people that I'm just <laughs> I could I could be here all day just screaming names. But is there sort of new DJs coming through regularly that are just sort of coming into the movement at the moment? Are you feeling there's always like brand new people just popping up everywhere? Yeah, definitely. I I also hear DJs that are abroad and they're doing something totally different. They might be scratching or they're playing with three decks, whether it's three decks to eight decks. Um, so, there are a lot of people doing other things. And uh, what about the sort of, you know, paralleling it a little bit with drum and bass? There's always been a real strong MC culture around that. Are there sort of MCs making a name for themselves? The ones that are sort of getting the big fees? Is there sort of, we've got to have him? Is there yeah. anybody or is it kind of loose on the MC thing? <laughs> for me, there's, there, there are two MCs about, really. And that is Crazy Liam Pokes. I would say there was more if they could come to my head, but there's, there's no one else that comes to my head. When people say MCs, I think crazy pokes. Um, Are there some MCs that you turn up at a party, at a dance, and, and and it's kind of like you don't really want him because he's not... Are there a lot of MCs just trying too hard or not quite in it? Yeah, I, f- I think they've, you've got to grow with the music. Yeah. It's one of them ones there. There isn't... So what's your? What, how do you do? Do you just switch the microphone off slightly? How do you, how, how do you play when they grab the mic? Oh, you're putting it on me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we've all got our techniques, right? Yeah, I, I, I fade them out gradually. Yeah. Yeah, see, see, me and you, me and you are on the same wavelength, right. definitely, because that's what I do. Yeah, cool. Um, okay, so that's the MCs, the DJs, um, clubs at the moment in London. Anyway, um, is it still all about DMZ and forwards? Anything else that we should be looking out for? Mm. Little specials going on. For me, uh, you can't really touch forward system and you can't really touch DMZ's vibe. So it's, it's it's always going to be hard for me to pick out another rave. Like, there's loads of things popping up as well. I've played at Fabric that's been a good night certain times. I've played at The End that's been a good night certain times. So. And what about um, going to Plastic People, which is where Forward is at? I know that um, Ade, who runs it, he's a real passionate music head, of course. That's why it's brilliant that we've got people like him in positions yeah. where they can be putting nights on. There aren't enough people like yeah. him around. But what I found, sometimes when I play with him, because I sort yeah. of double up with him sometimes, he'll pull out his German turntables. Um, yeah, he's got the techniques, which I'm very comfortable with, yeah. but he's got these monstrous... Have you not seen the monstrous no. turntables he's got? The kind of extra... Sort of, you can't rewind, you can't mix yes. on them. You yes, know the I ones? have. Yes, I have. Have you tried those ones yet? Yeah. Oh, they're, they're really hard for me because I'm all about quick mixes and right. stuff and I'm, I'm finding every time I put the record on, I'm really quick to try and scratch it in. It's jumping all over the place. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it and is mixing a big part of of the culture for you, or is it more like pick up the needle, rewind, start again, or is it a bit of everything? Um, mixing is quite a lot to it because it's 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 part of keeping the vibe 
getting in it's your take on the mixing as well because I play when I play out I don't I don't play the, the same sort of dubstep I just play energy whatever that may be so it all comes with my quick mixing and stuff so. and how far off the beaten track of what you're sort of expected to play do you go do you go into drum and bass have you sort of done a bit of that or do you feel kind of like you just got to play your productions and your people's productions yeah I people may see it as I I stick to the same producers but it's more when I sit down to make a song I don't sit down to make one type of song that's why it, it, it can sometimes be just all me or me and Scream or something like that because we we make so many different types of music. You, you wouldn't get bored certain times if, we, if you sat down and listened to a whole set of us. So, yeah. And another question I wanted to ask you, I'm throwing them at you right now, but we've heard Night a million times, so it's quite a good background music for us, But um, although we still love it. <laughs> 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 um, but from your, sort of heritage-wise, your background, um, what were your influences in, in terms of music before you got into it? Was Were you a drum and bass boy? Were you a breaks boy? Were you a soul boy? What was your kind of roots? R&B, hip-hop? I was an everything boy. I was... I remember at one stage I was listening to Two Unlimited. Do you know who Two Unlimited are? Sure. Yeah. Well, obviously, <laughs> I'm, I'm asking the, the knowledge guy. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not meant to know about them, right? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I like your style. Um, yeah, I, I, I used to tune into happy hardcore stations when I was really young and my brothers would be so surprised even I think up until I was about 16 they used to drill me like what are you making why are you making that music make pop music make something make something else make something we can understand and I used to just be like yeah whatever I like what I like you like what you like you lot are sheep I used to say you lot are sheep sheep now look <laughs> the first track that we played on this uh, on this special podcast was um, the off your album, and I said to you as you came in, I said mm. you were influenced by Brown Paper Bag, Ronnie Size on that one, right? Big time. So that album, did you, have you got the New Forms album, the whole early Ronnie Size sort of stuff? Definitely. I, I used to sit down and listen and think, when can I make tunes like this? So I'm saying, so it wasn't it wasn't like directly oh, I want to make a Ronnie Size Brown Paper Bag, but it came out in what I was making, so. It's a killer. Yeah. Benga podcast. We're in North London. When are you going to do a party at the Fairfield Halls in Croydon? <laughs> <laughs> You're chucking it to me, Giles. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> 
Tune after tune after tune. Benga, what's this tune? Musto. Yeah. Musto, musto. On the album? No. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> so you're holding, you're holding, you're holding them back. Ah, uh, you could say that. I made fifty songs for the album. It's, it's impossible to pick sixty. Fifth, what? How many? Eighteen. All in all, vinyl and CD. I think it was eighteen, nineteen. So. Wow. And how many um, tracks went in, in in an average Benga set? How much of the music is Benga music? Well, I say if I played thirty records, I would be playing twenty six of my own. Right, 20. right, right. Okay, and uh, and also, what's an average set? Is it a sort of? Is it an hour? Is it like drum and bass? Are you doing three gigs a night? <laughs> up, up the motorway. I've done some nights where I've just been like London, then I'll go Bristol, then it'll be Leeds. I have done nights like that where I just thought I've come home and thought. Wow, I've just lost about five stone. Yeah, yeah. And what, the 60-minute sets, in and out. Yeah. Just bang them out and uh, yeah. and, and rock up. And, um, wow, that's that's hardcore. That's well. You're in it right now. Um, you're going to be doing... Are there, are, there any, um, are there any vocal tracks yet? Are the MCs... I was going to ask you that about yeah. the MC thing, because, you know, is there sort of any sort of movement towards sort of vocalising some of this music? Yeah, um... There's there's been a few MCs. There's been like there's been Flo Dan, he worked on Skeng with the bug. Um Warrior Queen's about. Yeah. She's doing things she worked with Screen, she also worked with a bug. Loaf has done a mix. So there's a few MCs about, but it's really hard to pick who you work with. I've worked with Dynamite MC recently. Have you? Yeah, I, I think he laced a good vocal. 
Yeah. I've always really rated him. I Me thought he's too. really professional. He's a proper MC. Yeah, there you go. He does a lot. He does Zinc. Yeah. He does Ronnie Size. Yeah. He does the Scratch Perverts. Yeah. I've used him a couple of times. Yeah. Always gets a bit spun out when he plays with me. Because <laughs> 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 you never quite know what's coming next. Yeah. So he's always a bit twisted. We always have a good yeah. time. But yeah, he's the it's master. Good. I mean, I think he's the master of that generation. Boy, he, uh, I got I got respect for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, saying. great yeah. spirit as well. Real good person. Um, and uh, for you, what's the next stage? I suppose you're writing it. I mean, there's no live thing ever going to happen, is there? Is... Ooh, Could uh, it go live? Well, we have got something in motion. Um, I think it's fair, fair for me to say, no, it's Magnetic Man, which is me, Scream, and Artworks. We we play off... Actually, I don't want to give away too many secrets, yeah, sure. but there is a live thing coming in March. And it will be what? Computers, or will there be like... A, I mean... Drummers? That doesn't really work, does it? No, we've got computers and we've got we've got a singer. We've got, well, we've got a few vocalists and bongo players. Right, a few cool. Crazy things. Cool. So. I can't wait to see that. <laughs> Listen, good luck with the album. I think it's going to be, um, you know, it's just brilliant. It's a great development for for the scene, the music. Um, there's some great um, changes there. I really hope that we can do some stuff in the future. Promise me you'll do a session with me if you do get a live thing going on. Definitely. But do it for Marianne Hobbs first because she was the first one to really get behind you guys, and she deserves maximum respect. Respect. Yeah. Respect. And uh, thank you once again. Um, send my love to. Um, to um, to Croydon <laughs> and, and, and Wallington and um, all surrounding areas and yeah. uh, what we're going to finish off with chess boxing okay. my remix any any shout outs loads let's sit here for five minutes and do them alright scream <laughs> he's like my brother from a different mother blim <laughs> apple blim should I say who's like my other brother from a different mother <laughs> I'm going to get through these quickly I'm going to send a shout out to Youngstar Hatcher N-Type Walsh, all the people I've worked with this year, LD, Sarah, my auntie, Sarah, should I say, um, Tristan in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously to you, I'd like to thank you for my award over air this time. Where, where is it? Have you put it up in your room yet? Yeah, definitely. Has it got it's... pride of place in the, in the studio? <laughs> <laughs> it's right next to my dying audio, which could shatter it. No, I'm only joking. <laughs> I'm only joking, but other than that, everyone, everyone I forgot, and that's it Mary Ann Hobbs no way can I forget Mary Ann Hobbs sorry my bad my bad my bad we love you